0: As the world changes, we need to adapt and change with it. But sometimes, as a lot of players are seeing at the moment, companies are changing, sometimes for the worse, sometimes for the better. It's a heavy topic, I know, but there's a few big stories in today's episode we're going to be talking about that really look down the path of what the future of games is going to look like, with PlayStation and CDPR doing some big posturing, a few problems with Overwatch, but I'll save the meat and potatoes for our stories. Here we go. This is your transfer from the 6th of October 2022, and these are the new stories that you need to know. Sony PlayStation as a company would be considered by most to be a console-centered game platform, but the head of PlayStation Studios, Herman Holst, has come out and said that there's going to be at least a year before games released on PlayStation are ported onto PC. We've seen a number of PlayStation games already make their way to PC, and there are a number that are still in the works, including Uncharted Legacy of Thieves Collection, the Spider-Man Remastered that came out recently, but the follow-up, Miles Morales, and Sackboy A Big Adventure, all to come later this year. Herman has confirmed that there will be a number of releases that come out on PC as well, but mobile is being thrown in there too, with half of its annual releases to be on PC and mobile by 2025. Herman also made a big mention of live service games that will be actually released on PC and potentially mobile at the same time as they're released on the PlayStation console. He says that live service games are about capturing your community and creating engagement, so delaying release on other platforms doesn't really make much sense. This is interesting to see from PlayStation, considering the PS4 had the largest number of exclusive games of any of the consoles and the fact that it's posturing so hard to get Call of Duty on its platform and starting to look a little bit desperate on that front, too. I guess in this sense, a bit of positive publicity and talking about extra things can kind of move people's attention away from the Call of Duty stuff. Overwatch 2, after a couple of years of development, has finally released. And of course, it launches with a few problems. The first of these is a number of DDoS attacks that caused issues with the multiplayer servers for Overwatch 2, which had to go offline for a period of time and may still drop out a number of times as well. There was an initial DDoS attack and a second one that is currently still being fixed by the Overwatch team. A lot of gamers have been pretty vocal about the queues to wait for games to actually access and play Overwatch 2, sometimes being in a queue with up to 40,000 other people. Blizzard boss Mike Ibarra has come out and said the DDoS attacks have been causing the server issues, so hopefully as time goes on, players will be able to join. But joining can be an issue for those with prepaid cell phone plans in the US as now Battle.net requires users to add multi-factor authentication with a phone number, with Blizzard saying this is a way to prevent smurfing of accounts, but it has rules. And this is preventing any players with a phone number related to a prepaid phone account from joining the game at all. This could be preventing millions of potential players from accessing the game, and not in circumstances where they would be cheating or trying to manipulate the game in any way, more so those from a low socioeconomic background or perhaps with family members that cannot access a phone number in order to be able to play the game. Blizzard is reportedly offering refunds to people who purchased the Overwatch 2 Watchpoint pack, according to Video Games Chronicle, but is this just a bit too much? In what I suspect will be the last bit of CD Projekt news we hear about for a little while, They have released their development pipeline for the next just under a decade, I guess, published on Tuesday that reveals they intend to go forward with Cyberpunk 2077, The Witcher and a brand new IP. Breaking this down, Cyberpunk 2077 will be getting a sequel that's currently codenamed Project Orion but is going to be developed by a studio that CD Projekt has made in North America. The studio will be based in Boston and work on the sequel will begin after the release of the DLC Phantom Liberty. They have also confirmed that the new Witcher will be a trilogy of games that will be developed over a six year period after the release of the first of the titles in that trilogy. There's also going to be a game Sirius that's developed by the Molasses Flood studio and an additional Witcher game developed by a third party that's currently unnamed. There is also going to be a new IP under development currently called Project Hader and is purported to be a brand new IP developed from scratch, which CDPR hasn't done so far, The Witcher being based on books and Cyberpunk 2077 based on a tabletop RPG. And all these announcements punctuated by the current CEO, Marcin Ovinsky, saying that he's going to be stepping down as the CEO, but continuing to be active in the development of games going forward for CDPR, just in a non-executive role. That's a lot of CD Projekt stuff, hopefully a lot of things that you can anticipate coming and that we're going to enjoy. And of course, lessons learned from them as well. GamesIndustry.biz has updated their story about USB-C proliferating all devices available, including mobile and handheld gaming devices. The European Parliament has formally voted to adopt USB-C as a mandate for these devices at least by the end of 2024, and it'll extend to laptops by spring of 2026. This is an update to the original story from gamesindustry.biz posted on June 8th. And for most of us, it means being able to have a reduced number of charging cables for our devices. But the thing to keep in mind that I always advise other people is that not all USB Type-C cables are made the same. What I'm hoping is that the difference between voltages and data versus just power transfer for these cables is made clearer as these mandates start to roll out. But of course, Switch users, Steam Deck users, Logitech G or Razer Edge users, you will all have USB-C ports on those devices at some point or another. Once again, console game pricing makes its way into the mix after the recent Dead Space remake trailer came out and the pricing for the game revealed to be $70 USD. This is compared to a cheaper price on PC. And of course, everyone is saying in the wake of all the remakes that we're getting, why is it priced so high, especially if we should have access to the game elsewhere? But I'm gonna take this time to get on my soapbox and say that making comparisons between games that are available for different price points isn't going to help with us coming to terms with the new pricing model. As game development costs increase, as game console development costs increase, and as our development environment changes to support the ability for studios to pay people well, sometimes these prices are just going to have to go up regardless of whether it was a game made years ago or a game made yesterday. It all takes development, it takes time, it takes people and it takes money. We can't talk about unionizing game devs for better pay and at the same time complain about the price of their games. The money has to come from somewhere. But if you have an opinion about this topic, I'd love to hear it on Twitter and tag me in your response at Matt FIFA 23 comes out with its first patch and reduces penalty accuracy and improves dribbling animations. Okay, while this may be important to some, I just wanted to say dribbling on a podcast. Lastly, it seems that the Super Mario Brothers movie, which has been teased by Nintendo for a long time, will be getting its own Nintendo Direct this week, to reveal the trailer, which has been much anticipated. It's meant to be coming out on October 6th for the Australians. It's going to be early in the morning on October 7th. And we'll finally get to hear Chris Pratt do his thing. It's the question that has the world wondering. And if you're curious to link to it yourself, the link to the article and the YouTube clip is in the show notes. That was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop Network. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Join the TikTok, the Instagram, jump on YouTube to see even more content. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Pod, if you'd like to get in touch. All these links are in the show notes. If you enjoyed the show, jump on Spotify, jump on Apple Podcasts and leave us a rating and review. I'd love to hear what you think of the show and get a bit of feedback. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news. And make sure to tell your friends about The Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.